Otangata Whenua are protesting across 20 centres this morning in a national day of action with the backing of the Pāti Māori. Now, they plan to disrupt traffic in multiple locations and are calling for the new government to honour the Tiritri, respect the Māori language and keep the Māori Health Authority and ensure a smoke-free New Zealand. Lady Tūreti Moxon is taking part in the action. She says she's angry about plans to give prominence to English names for government departments and agencies, abolishing the Māori Health Authority and a review of all legislation that includes treaty principles, all of which she says are anti-Māori. She is on the line now. Uh, kia ora, good morning to you. Good morning. Okay, Okay. this protest action, it's coming very quickly after a general election. Do you not believe that this government has a mandate to carry out the reforms it is promising? Well, it, it certainly has been given sovereignty, so so it has that. But what it doesn't have is the support of the people to whom a lot of those policies are aimed at. Uh, and, well, in many ways, we're just feeling as if we're being attacked every which way but loose, simply because a lot of their policies are, as you said, anti-Māori policies. Well, it's not, a, it's not as, the, not as yeah. I said, it's as you said, uh, I, I can't have a view on this, uh, just the interviewer here. The issue of the, so the referendum that was, uh, Christopher Luxon has ruled that out, and that was obviously an issue he acknowledged was divisive. But uh, what I'm curious about is the suite of policies that the coalition agreement has in it. Were you surprised by the range of them, the amount of them, and what they added up to? Absolutely surprised. But the worst of it is, is it's putting us back 100 years. And, and it, it's taking us back to the, the days of colonisation. And what we're, we're saying is, no, we've come, we've worked too hard on, our, on race relations in our, organi- in, in our organisations, but in this country, uh, too hard to bring about a bit better partnership in terms of fertility. Um, with the government and with with all those partners that we now have very good relationships with, and and yet here we are with these sweeping suite of policies that are just that they're, they're archaic. And Do you, you? Sorry to interrupt, but you mentioned the word partnership, and this seems to be the crux for many. Are, are you? Do you believe this government is not interested? in a partnership anymore. Obviously, they want to remove the principles from of the treaty from legislation, which obviously partnership, or the language being used, which was a, akin to a partnership, is a very important principle. So do you believe that they don't want that pr- partnership anymore? Well, what I believe in is, is that they've decided to take back the power and control um, unto themselves. And from... For, for a very long time, we've been working very closely, that's we have been working very closely, to bring about um, a partnership that actually has meaning and is not just, um, you know, uh, uh, on paper. It has meaning, it, has, um, it includes Māori in decision-making, in, in, um, in co-governance, in all of these things. And just let the swipe of the pen, they decide, nah, we're not having that anymore. But without even thinking about the consequences of what that actually means in terms of Te Tiriti or Waitangi, which is the guarantee of Tēnō Rangatiratanga. 
and there's no guarantee of tinoranga teretanga in the policies mm. that they currently have. If I could, the likes of David Seymour and Winston Peters, who have, who, who have pushed for a lot of these reforms, they argue that this idea of partnership and that the principles of the treaty have evolved almost out of sight from the wider public. And what they are have pushed here, as they say, would be an expression of concerns that there hasn't been consultation, that there hasn't been a wider public debate about where New Zealand has gone in terms of its treaty relationship. What would you say to that? Well, you know, the Waitangi Tribunal has been around for about 50 years, and they have been the ones who have been the experts um, in the treaty and in the principles and in developing of or the development of the treaty um, jurisprudence. And so, so here, what what we're saying is, after 50 years of all this um, institutional knowledge around the treaty of Waitangi, everybody else knows more about it than them. And that, that, that's the issue, because a lot of New Zealanders, unfortunately, do not know very much about it. And in actual fact, they'd like it to disappear, And uh, as this government um, is, is trying to do now, to make it mm. invisible. Well, it's not invisible. It's the founding document of this country. Again, they may argue, say, something like Fano Aura, which they insist can still exist under their model because it exists. There's no separate uh, governing structure in the sense like as like the Maori Health Authority. It's within the current system, but can provide for Maori clearly. Is that not sufficient? Well, I think that Chaka uh, Order, for example, is an is an example of what New Zealand can look like. Māori looking after ourselves. Māori having control over our own health. Māori having, having a say in what, what we would like to see and what are needed and what are the things that are needed in our communities. And when they take those, those things away from us that we have worked so hard to stand up and to put into legislation and to, to get that real kind of... Um, partnership that we believe is what's necessary for us to be able to thrive in this country as equals and to thrive in this country and adjust, you know, that, that's just and, um, and cares for, for every citizen in this country. But what they did was they made it out to be race-based. So they made it out to be something that was wrong. And in actual fact, um, it is something that, that is needed in our country, mm. and it and it can work together on this. So, so what happens now? Uh, we've obviously had an election. The Maori Party has uh, done pretty well, but are you? Is this a signal in some ways today that there is going to be a serious pushback from some sections of obviously many Maori who feel that uh, I guess democracy isn't isn't going to give them the voice they need on this. Absolutely right, and I'm sure there will be more actions after this, and certainly the government has to hear it, because as long as they keep pushing that kind of rhetoric and that kind of um, belief system, well, it's, it's actually, that's what's divisive. That is what's pulling this country apart, because, because we have a special place in this country, and that's the reason why it's important that they get it right now, at the beginning of their courtship 
if you like, uh, get it right now. But at, at the moment, all they have done is marginalised Māori and made us the scapegoat for all these changes. Uh, Lady Tūriti, where are you at the moment? Are you, are you amongst protesters? And Is it Hamilton, is it? Have you got a reasonable yep. turnout there? What is the situation? Yes, well, um, they, they will be there, ready to rock, to come 730 and um, so they're all starting to gather now. I and mean, there's lots of people going past who are beeping their horns and, and whatnot. So that will build um, over the next uh, few minutes, another 15 minutes or so. And they should be all in, the, in place, ready to go. And are protesters committed to, you know, sticking to the rules and that the, the, the police have obviously laid down in terms of traffic disruptions and things? Yes, yes, we are, we are, we're actually going to be on the busiest um, uh, roundabouts and traffic lights and, and whatnot. So so we, we have a presence in nine different sites in the city today. So it, there will be a lot of beeping going on, I reckon. All right, I really appreciate your time. Kia ora, thank you very much for that. That is Lady Turuti Moxon there uh, taking part in that action in uh, Hamilton.